0: Hey there, this is episode one of the On Purpose podcast, where we explore shadow work through the lens of astrology, NLP, and somatics, and as a pathway for living our best life with intention and on purpose. I'm your host, Larissa Nicole, and this week we're going to unpack the upcoming new moon partial solar eclipse in Scorpio. The astrology of October has been jam-packed. We will have three planets go direct. Mercury and Pluto at the beginning of the month and Saturn on the 23rd and Mars will retrograde at the end of the month on the 30th. Saturn and Uranus will still be squaring off throughout the month causing some major shakeups and breakdowns and Scorpio season kicks off this Sunday, October 23rd. Just two days later on October 25th at 6:49 a.m eastern time we will have our new moon at 2 degrees of Scorpio. This will be a partial solar eclipse that will be felt intensely and it will bring an onslaught of uncomfortable realities and truths to the surface. That being said, let's get into it. The ruling planetary energy of this new moon solar eclipse is Mars. So let's take a minute to talk about Mars. Mars entered Gemini back in August and he'll be there until March 25th of 2023. This is significant because Mars typically only spends about two months in a sign, but he will be in Gemini for seven months. Again, this is highly unusual. And while Mars typically does okay in Gemini, there is a feeling of frustration due to the slowness of this transit. And we may feel like we're being overstimulated by so much information and maybe paralyzed by so many choices. You might feel like you're running yourself ragged trying to keep up with it all. Maybe like you're running super fast but getting nowhere. And there's a reason for this. Mars energy is slowing way down right now. Since the beginning of the month, he's only moved about five and a half degrees. And at the end of the month on October 30th, it's gonna turn retrograde until January 12th of 2023. That's a really long retrograde period. Couple of things to know. Gemini energy spreads wide. It is not concerned with depth. It wants to know a little bit about how a lot of different things work. On the contrast Scorpio energy is all about the depth you know it wants to gather all the facts and all the information to build a case to deconstruct to reconstruct so Mars is in Gemini like okay cool so what do we do with all this information you know what's the next step and under this new moon eclipse um, and probably for the next three months the answer to that question is to simply take a step back and observe this really isn't a time of action. The other thing to note is that under this new moon eclipse, Mars will be forming a square to Neptune in Pisces. Yeah, and I read Neptune as the planet of smoke and mirrors, of fogginess, of dreams and illusions, of infinite possibilities and infinite potential. So this further exacerbates that feeling of having too much going on, having too many choices and not knowing what is the correct course of action. Not much will be clear to us via our physical eyes, so we're going to have to rely on our spiritual sight to navigate this energy, which seems really contradictory, right? Because Gemini is all about mental energy and Mars is about taking action, usually when it is not in retrograde. It will become increasingly important under this transit that you filter everything you see and hear through your feeling centers, through your soma, you know, through your body before accepting, rejecting, or acting on anything. Because this energy really is more about what is not being shown to us and what is being left unsaid, right? So take nothing at face value. Your feelings are your currency. Have you ever heard the phrase omissions are betrayals? Well, I want to encourage you not to betray yourself by omitting or devaluing the way something makes you feel. Those feelings are going to cue you in to what needs to be transformed within you and around you during this Scorpio season. This is incredibly important work for us to be practicing now as we prepare for Saturn to move into Pisces in March of 2023, for the lunar nodes to shift out of Taurus and Scorpio into Aries and Libra in July of 2023, and as we get ready for Pluto to move into Aquarius in January of 2024. These are gonna be transits that are gonna make it really important for us to get clear about who we are as individuals so that we know what is worth fighting for as a collective. Again, these are major transits that we do not want to be caught off guard by. The moon will be in fall and Venus will be in detriment in Scorpio. So neither of them will be showing up particularly in their best light. They're gonna need to lean on Mars, which is the ruling planet for this new moon, solar eclipse. They're gonna need to lean on Mars to figure out how to navigate this energy. But we talked about what Mars has going on right now, right? That he's in Gemini, taking a lot of information, trying to figure out how to parse it all out, what to do with it all, right? So Mars right now is giving instructions to Venus and the moon to take a step back, to slow down, and to turn inward to listen to our inner counsel. When working with a planet that has challenging themes or a challenging placement, one of the easiest ways to bring balance to the energy is to look to the conscious expression of the opposite sign. This will give you an idea of what is needed. In this case we'd be looking at the sign of Taurus which represents reliability and constancy and steadiness. Um, It also represents slow and intentional action, and also a clear understanding of what is worth our energy, what is valuable, what must be conserved, and what must be held onto. To get a better understanding of the areas of life this energy is speaking to for you, take a look at the houses that Taurus and Scorpio rule in your natal chart. If you wanna know how to do that, be sure to check out the video, how to work with the new moon in your natal chart that I posted on my YouTube channel. Larissa Nicole on purpose. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. Venus is at home in Taurus. So in Scorpio, she's in a really challenging position because she doesn't have what she needs to show up in her best light. So she'll have to rely on what is available to her in the home that she's visiting, which means she'll need to get really creative and she will get very creative in order to overcome the disadvantage that she is now facing. She sits really uncomfortably in Scorpio, currently under the rays of the sun, asking, what do you value? And what are you willing to give up in exchange for what you really desire? It's similar energy to what Mars is facing in Gemini, except he's asking, what will you do? What are you passionate enough about to fight for or take action on? What's true? And what is the next move? Venus is asking, what's it worth to you? What are you willing to surrender or to give up in honor of what you truly desire? The shadow theme that I often associate with Scorpio energy is insecurity. And I see this manifesting in two different ways, right? It's the insecurity that's brought on by feelings of inadequacy, and the insecurity that is brought on by a fear of scarcity. Something I've been sitting with a lot lately is this concept of enough, right? I've seen the memes for decades, I'm sure you have too. And I've even used the phrase, you are enough in conversations with myself (laughs) and with other people. Um, But when I was sitting with this chart, I was like, okay, great. Scorpio energy, Scorpio Taurus axis. This is about, you know, values, accumulation, um, security, in some ways, lack and scarcity. You are enough. But then I said, hold on, Larissa. Like, what does that even mean? What does it mean to be and to have enough um, to be valuable enough, to have enough resources, to know enough, to love yourself enough, um, to be deserving enough? You know, at what point does enough equate to security? And I started to think about how the concept of enough could actually make us feel less secure or feed even more into our insecurities. When I explored this through the lens of this Scorpio new moon, I realized that the measurement of enoughness is inextricably tied to our own personal value system. You know, the value that we place on the possessions that we accumulate, And also what we feel we are deserving of and in that moment I decided to never use that phrase again because self-value and self-worth and these internally derived systems that we use to measure and quantify these very abstract concepts are predicated upon our beliefs right and our beliefs are derived from a collection of our past experiences which for the vast majority of us have not been so great particularly within the realm of love be it familial platonic or romantic and make no mistake when we're talking about venusian you know venus energy or mars energy scorpio or taurus energy we are indeed talking about love and it's all of its different Facets, right? And all of its different extremes from passion to obsession, we are definitely talking about love. So, the metrics by which we are measuring enoughness, we'll go with it (laughs) enoughness, are the KPIs that we've created around it, um, are just inherently flawed. Um, Because they're either set so incredibly high that we can never measure up, will never be enough, or they're set so low because there is already an absence of self-value and self-esteem. So I think I prefer the phrase, you are infinite, because infinite is never enough. There's no unit of measurement. It just is as it needs to be. So this new moon that's nestled up so intimately with Venus is speaking to the emotions or the reactions that arise when we're not tapped into our infinite nature. When we're caught up in a story about why we're not enough and telling ourselves what mask we need to wear in order to be seen as enough. She's telling us we can let that go and asking us what do we need in order to be able to let that go. You know, there's so much external noise that wants to create and define our value system, um, to define our worth and define what should be worthwhile to us. And that noise wants to convince us that this system is what we should be striving for and what we should be fighting to uphold. But Mars wants us to take a step back. You know, Mars is the ruling planet of this new moon. Wants us to take a step back and turn down the volume on that noise and reflect. Venus, as she prepares to reemerge in the sky in the middle of December, wants us to connect to our self worth our value system and our desires, even if that means that we have to give up, surrender or loosen our grip on something that may feel secure. And this could be a physical possession, it could also be a belief, but there's something that we're attached to because we're under the illusion that it provides some sort of security. And that thing may not actually be in alignment with what we value. You know, sometimes suffering can feel very secure. You know, it can feel like a security blanket and pain can be incredibly addictive. You know, it's reliable. When we want it, it'll be there and sometimes transformation can be super scary because it means that an aspect of ourselves a way of thinking or a way of being has to die so that we can give birth to what we truly want the new moon solar eclipse is also going to be forming a square it's an out of sign square but a square no less to pluto in capricorn Pluto represents our relationship to pain as well as power. Pluto speaks to the ways that we may have given our power away or our power may have been stripped from us. It exposes imbalanced, manipulative, um, oppressive or abusive dynamics that have been imposed via an improper use of power. And it also represents the pain that ensues When we go on a journey to transmute those experiences. Throughout our lives, we all die many, many deaths, right? As we are constantly growing and evolving and we volunteer, we sign up for these mini deaths when the desire to be, have, or create more becomes greater than our desire to remain the same. So in that regard, we are pleasing Saturn, right? We see what is out of alignment and we proactively take the steps to correct it. The way I have experienced Pluto, however, is more like a wrecking ball. (laughs) Anything that is emblematic of imbalance or shame, manipulation or oppression must be brought to light, it must be torn down and deconstructed so that something new can be built that is restorative, that is integrative, that is rooted in love because as NASA has discovered, Pluto does have a heart. Pluto brings a reckoning where our shadow is on full display and we must atone for our choices. And those who are at the helm of oppressive systems or behaviors will also experience this reckoning. If Pluto had a mantra, it would be let go or get dragged. It will be a slow drag though. This new moon, solar eclipse in Scorpio, squaring pluto and capricorn is asking where are you contributing to or upholding power dynamics that do not benefit you even though they may feel comfortable and secure and offer an aspect of predictability is it what you want is it a reflection of who you are and what you value is it secure or is it masking your insecurities. Scorpio is the detective of the Zodiac. I refer to it as Inspector Gadget. (laughs) Unconsciously expressed, this energy has a penchant for investigating in order to understand how to play or engage with its Environment. This can involve competing, obsessing, or breaking things down or breaking people down in order to soothe its insecurities. This is driven by a feeling of inadequacy um, or of having insufficient information about a subject in order to gain an advantage. Consciously expressed, Scorpio energy is about unearthing our deepest desires and allowing them to be a catalyst for the change and the transformation that we would like to see in our lives. The Moon and Venus here asks, Who will you be once this transformation takes place? What will you release? And what insecurities does not knowing the answer to these questions bring up for you. Our insecurities are a reflection of unmet needs that our inner child or our shadow self is trying to call our attention to. So as you lean into whatever comes up for you during this new moon in Scorpio, just remember to let it all in. Yeah, because it is the rejection of our shadow that causes us to create personas that are not a reflection of who we truly are. They're just masks that we wear to gain acceptance. And the real you, the you without the mask, is so incredibly valuable and worth being shared. I am sending you so much love as we enter this Scorpio season and big virtual hugs as we all navigate the lessons and learn to integrate the wisdom of this Scorpio new moon solar eclipse. I hope you have an amazing week and I will chat with you again very soon.